right. Our offering prayer this morning is from St. Jerome. O good shepherd, seek me out. Bring me home to your fold again. Deal favorably with me according to thy good pleasure till I may dwell in your house all the days of my life and praise you forever and ever with them that are there. Amen. Thank you, Lord. You can, you can give, uh, as we've said weeks past, uh, several different ways. You can uh, text to give to the number that's on the screen. You can also download our app, uh, which is a handy-dandy, easy way uh, to give. Also, you can uh, mail checks uh, the good old-fashioned way to our post office box, which is also on the screen. And uh, thank you again for uh, continuing uh, to give during this time. As we've said uh, many times during this uh, pandemic, we, we really as a church want to be in a position where we are a place that people can come to for help rather than being a uh, a place that needs help. And so uh, thank you for your faithfulness and your consistency uh, in giving and helping to position us uh, in that way. Today's Mother's Day, uh, and, and like so many other days of late, it, it feels a little strange, a little weird, um, maybe even awkward. Um, I know that many of you um, are separated uh, from your moms today, and, and that's, that's difficult, uh, whether it's because of uh, COVID-19 or, or just because of, of distance uh, geographically or, or even uh, some of you I know in our own uh, congregation have lost your moms this year, and this is your first Mother's Day uh, since your mom's death, uh, or, or maybe uh, maybe it's just brokenness. Maybe it's just a brokenness of relationship that you feel uh, separated. But um, for whatever reason, uh, many, many of us uh, have more of a distance, uh, physically at least, uh, from our moms um, this year than, than most any other Mother's Day. I, I want to talk uh, for a few minutes today about moms. Uh, I, I love my mom. Uh, even though she gave me to my dad at 14. Now, I know that that can be misunderstood in, in today's culture of custody and things of that nature, but my mom and dad had a great marriage. They, they, there was no divorce, nothing like that. Uh, my mom just, she, there were six of us, and she said to my dad one day, I'll take these five if you'll take that one. Um, she went on to say to my dad that... Um, she was concerned about the friends that I was choosing uh, as a young teen, and uh, my apologies to, to Bryce and Jeff. Um, but then my dad followed that statement up with, you know, you know Gene, um, Tom's friends' parents are having the same conversation right now. So uh, that gives you some kind of an idea of the kind of teenager that I was. But love my mom. Uh, my mom loves me. Uh, my mom loves coffee. My mom uh, loves coffee with a splash of milk, which uh, I, if you know me, you know that I, I don't do that. Um, but she loves coffee with a splash of milk, and, and so much so that 
uh, growing up, one of the worst things that you could do in our household was use the last of the milk. Uh, and so to this day, uh, I, I have a hard time emptying a milk container. So I'll leave this much milk uh, in the bottom of the container and, and put it back in the refrigerator. And my wife's like, why, why did you do that? And because mom might need it uh, for her coffee. And if you use the last of the, of the milk and my mom has no splash of milk for her coffee, in our household, you got, you got in big trouble. So that was a big deal. Uh, my mom is the only person I know who can make me look like an extrovert. Uh, she, she's very introverted. She likes her time. She likes to be alone in her home uh, with her stuff. She, uh, I, I called her when this thing first started and uh, asked her how she was doing with the pandemic and the isolation, the quarantine. And she said, oh, I've been quarantined for three years. I'm doing fine. Uh, so that's kind of my mom. She loves Auburn. Uh, she loves Auburn University, everything about Auburn University, where she and my dad went to school. She loves Auburn sports, all of them, not just the big ones, not just football and basketball, but, you know, swimming and diving and equestrian and uh, softball, you, you name it. She Actually, my mom loves sports in general. Uh, my, my grandmother told my mom, if you're going to marry Tommy Tanner, my dad, uh, you better learn to love sports. And so my mom did. She learned to love sports. And and she watches all sports, uh, NBA basketball, Major League Baseball, college sports of all kinds. Uh, she loves sports. My, my mom loves old movies. I have, I have some really uh, fond memories uh, myself of, of staying up late and watching old black and white movies with my mom. My mom loves to play bridge. Um, she loves, that's maybe the only thing that she liked to venture out of the house for was to go to friends' homes and play bridge. She had different groups that she played bridge with uh, when I was growing up. When I was young, I must have been preschool, maybe four or five years old. I, I remember going with my mom to a friend's, one of her friend's house to play bridge, and uh, they're inside playing bridge, and I went out in the backyard to play and came running in screaming and yelling and out of breath because I had seen a lion in the backyard. Turns out it was just a shaved collie, uh, but to a four-year-old, it was a lion. Uh, she loves her kids, all six of them, the five that she raised and the one that she gave away. Um, she loves all six of us, and, uh, and we know where we stand with her. She loves uh, our spouses, uh, almost to a fault, maybe. Uh, she at times seems to favor our spouses over her own children, um, which is a bit unusual. Um, she loves her grandkids. She loves her great-grandkids. Uh, she loves Jesus. But I have to say that the thing that I love most about my mom is the way that she loved my dad. Uh, my dad died in 2006. Uh, my mom still talks to him talks about him as, as if uh, he died yesterday. Um, she still misses him. She still brags on him. She still experiences things uh, as though he was here. Uh, I actually believe that the best thing that my mom did for her children 
And she, she did a lot for us. But I actually believe that the very best thing uh, that my mom did for her children was love our father really well. I think that moms are heroes. I believe that moms are, are modern day heroes. My wife, uh, Melissa, uh, when our kids were approaching college age uh, and they wanted to go to the colleges of their choice, their dream schools, and, and we wanted them to go to their dream schools and it was outside of our budget uh, to make that happen. Uh, my wife got the training that she needed to be recertified and went back to teaching school and, and worked really hard uh, for several years to pay uh, for our kids uh, to go to college. She's a rock star. Uh, we have a whole group of single moms at Riverstone who, in, in my mind, are modern-day heroes and, and rock stars. The, the Bible paints... Uh, a strong picture of Mary, the mother of Jesus. Uh, she was visited uh, by an angel as a teenager and given a message, you're, you're going to be the mother uh, of God's son, uh, the savior of the world. Uh, it's an incredible responsibility. And her response to the angel was, uh, let it be unto me as you have said. Uh, Mary, most likely was a single mom later in life. Uh, most biblical scholars believe that Joseph died actually before Jesus uh, even entered his uh, public ministry. And we know that uh, he was not present uh, during the crucifixion. And so it seems that uh, at least in uh, the adult years of Jesus, uh, that Mary was a single mom. Uh, Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist, was willing to stand up to an entire town uh, to assure that her son received the name appointed to him by God. She had been told that, that she was to name this child John, and uh, Zechariah had been rendered mute prior to the birth, and, and when the child was born, they brought, brought him to the temple to be dedicated and named. Uh, everyone assumed that, that he would be named after his father, and, uh, and Elizabeth stood up and said, no, uh, his name will be John. She was, in a sense, the guardian of his destiny. Uh, and she stood, she was willing to stand uh, against an entire town uh, and community leaders who, who thought otherwise. Um, the Bible also at times compares God to a mother. Uh, Matthew 20. Three, verse 37 says, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you, how often I have longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings. Hosea 13, 8, interesting verse, like a bear robbed of her cubs, I will attack them and rip them open. That's a reference. God, God is saying that about himself. Isaiah 66, 13, as a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you. Our moms are given to us as a picture. Now, obviously, as human beings, they're not a perfect picture, uh, but our moms are given to us as a picture 
of God. And so my question, my question today is what can we do for our moms? Uh, everybody on Mother's Day wants to do something for their mom, uh, whether you want to buy her flowers or, or take her to lunch or, or give her some nice gift. We always struggle with, you know, what, what do I do for my mom? And so what, what can we do for our moms today? And my mom has told me on many occasions, too many to count, that nothing brings more joy to her heart than knowing that her children love each other. The greatest commandment, according to Jesus, is to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then he went on to say that the second command is like it. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Jesus also said they will know that you're mine by the way that you love each other. He said also a new command I give you, love each other like I love you. John goes so far as to say that if you don't love your brother that you can see, how can you say that you love God whom you don't see? The world is broken. Uh, you don't have to, to look very far to see that. Uh, the events in Brunswick this past week, the things that, we, that were brought to light that actually happened uh, in February, didn't start it. Uh, they just illustrate it. And, and we, the church, are assigned the task of mending a broken world, which, which seems like uh, a big task, and, and it is a, a rather big task if we were asked to do it in our own strength. But we are, in fact, given the promise of the Father, the gift of the Holy Spirit, God to live in us, to empower us and equip us in this ministry of reconciliation. Second Corinthians 5 verses 18 and 19 says that God has given to us, the body of Christ, uh, the ministry of reconciliation. We, we don't have a rights problem. And we don't have a justice problem. We don't have a race problem, we don't have an economic problem that love can't fix. John 15, beginning at verse nine, reads like this. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love. Just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in his love, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his, his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. 
For everything that I learned from my Father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that lasts. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. This is my command. Love each other. Now let's pray. Jesus, we recognize that uh, our world is broken. It didn't start uh, this week. It didn't start in February. It started way back in Genesis when, when we rebelled, when creation rebelled against the creator. We thank you for the cross. We thank you that the cross is a finished work. We thank you for the resurrection. We thank you for the promise of the Father. And yet we still live in a world that is seeking the kingdom, a kingdom that is both now and not yet. And as we pursue and as we continue to move through uh, this current state of things, this lostness and brokenness of the world, I ask that you would fill us afresh, that you would fill us anew with your spirit, Lord, that you would saturate us with your love so that your church would be a message of hope, a message of healing, an expression of grace. Lord, that we would actually take this assignment of reconciliation that could mend the brokenness of our world. We love you. We trust you. We so, so, so need you. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to have this morning a, a time of ministry, and there's a, there'll be a number on the screen that you can text if you want prayer. I encourage you to do that. Uh, I'm going to invite... Um, Alyssa and Austin to come back up and they're going to lead us in a song of worship and and as they sing uh, over us uh, I want you to just enter into a place of prayer uh, I especially want to encourage those who who feel broken or who have experienced brokenness uh, tasted the brokenness of the world uh, this week those who feel lonely and, and isolated those of you who are wrestling with with the separation that has been imposed by, by COVID or just the separation of, uh, of brokenness in general. Those who are broken, those who are lonely, and, and those who are lost. Uh, if you recognize this morning uh, that um, before you can be a part of this ministry of reconciliation, you, you need to be reconciled. Uh, you need to be reconciled to God through his son, Jesus. Uh, if your desire today is to put your faith uh, and your trust in him, then I, I especially encourage you, uh, send a, a request to this number that's on the screen and one of our prayer team uh, will get in touch with you and pray with you. Um, uh, we love you guys and I would pray that during this time, uh, stay with us, don't, don't sign off yet. Uh, pray for others uh, if you're not in need of prayer yourself. Uh, pray for others, and I'll, I'll be back in a, in a minute to close this out.